I ruined my best friend's wedding by helping him propose. Here's why. Usually when you help your friend propose, that's a good thing. Usually it is. But John, the other question is, is this written by an AI or a human? This seems pretty plausible. Seems plausible. So I'm going to go human. Let's go. I'm going to go human. I had the worst luck yesterday. My best friend had confided in me that he was planning to propose to his girlfriend. And he asked me to capture the moment on my phone. I was honored to be part of such a special moment and excited to document it for him. We arrived at a beautiful beach and everything was going according to plan. My best friend got down on one knee and asked his girlfriend to marry him. I pulled out my phone and started snapping pictures and recording some video. Hey, but as I was taking the photos, I noticed something on my phone. It was running low on storage. I had forgotten to clear out some old photos and videos, and now I had barely any room left. I was worried that my phone might run out of storage before I could capture the whole proposal, so I started frantically deleting some old files to make room, but it was too late. My phone ran out of storage just as my best friend's girlfriend said yes. Oh, like right at the moment. Right at the moment. That is terrible. I was devastated. I had let my best friend down and missed out on capturing such an important moment in his life. I felt terrible and didn't know how to make it up to him. In a moment of desperation, I decided to try to recreate the proposal photos with Photoshop. (laughs) I figured that I could just show my best friend some pictures of the moment and it might make up for the fact that I had missed the actual proposal. You know, I mean, no, but maybe man's a wizard with Photoshop. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. But things only got worse from there. My best friend saw the fake photos and instantly knew they were fake and was furious. Oh, no. He accused me of trying to manipulate and deceive him. And he said that our friendship was over. Oh, I was heartbroken. I had only meant to try and make things right. But instead, I had made things even worse. I realized that honesty is always the best policy and that sometimes it's better to admit our mistakes rather than try to cover them up. I apologized to my best friend and begged for his forgiveness, but he wouldn't hear it. He was too hurt and angry to consider forgiving me. And he said that our friendship was over for good. I was devastated. Losing my best friend was one of the hardest things I've ever had to deal with. And I learned the hard way that our actions have consequences. And sometimes it's too late to make things right. I mean, he shouldn't shouldn't have uh shouldn't have done the fake photo, but like he was just he was just caught up. It was just it, caught it just up. happened to him. But John, there's an update. Oh snap! I wanted to provide an update to my previous story. After my best friend found out about the fake proposal photos I had created in Photoshop, he was furious and the friendship was over. I was heartbroken and apologized to him, but he wouldn't hear it. And things have only gotten worse since then. My best friend's family found out about the fake photos and they've been calling and texting me nonstop, angry about what I did. They're saying that I'm an awful person and that I don't deserve to be friends with their son. (laughs) I don't know what to do. I feel terrible about what happened and I want to restore my friendship with my best friend, but I also don't want to deal with the constant criticism and judgment from his family. Should I try to keep making things right or just end the friendship and move on? Give, give it the old college effort. Give it one more try mm-hmm. to see if it works, but this is a tough situation. It might, you, you might, you might be, you might be out of luck, son, but real question, John, AI or human? I, I still think this is plausible. So I'm going to go human. AI. Damn. Dude, ChatGPT is fooling all of us. It's it's too good, bro. I feel like you can tell like the reason the way I could tell when reading it was like um uh it all like ChatGPT always tries to make like a moral out of the story. <laughs> it's like I hope it serves as a cautionary tale to anyone who else might be tempted to try to fix their mistakes with Photoshop. Yeah. Or like 
It's like, or, or this part where it's like, I realize that honesty is always the best policy. And sometimes it's better to admit our mistakes than try to cover them up. Like, I feel like I'm like reading like a, like a children's book or something. Yeah. I, I'm glad our AI overlords are trying nice. to, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying to give, to give, educate us. But, and it's like, Th- that occasionally is some like oh i hope this serves as a cautionary tale but like that's not the norm for the no. real stories not the norm no. at all crazy dude chat gbt okay op am i the a-hole for taking off my trunks when my friends were taking off their bikinis scandalous very scandalous i male 25 had a small get together with some friends yesterday we mostly hung out in my pool night comes around we're all at least buzzed and still sitting in the pool. There's about six people left, four girls, one guy, and me. And then one girl, Allie, takes off her bikini top and says, God, that feels better. And we all laugh and a minute or two passes and another girl takes her top off and then the other two take theirs off together and pretty soon we all laugh again. This is this is some party right this here. Is a, this is a, it's a booby party. This is, yeah, this is a big booby everywhere. Booby, booby, booby. So they're all laughing, having a good time. We're all close, so this wasn't actually that big of a deal. And I'm not some 40-year-old boy who loses his mind when he sees a boob. Not like us right here. That's right, you know, we're just we're just 14-year-old boy, boob, crazy boys. Yeah, boob boys. Boob boys. Our new podcast. Yeah, boob boys. A few minutes pass, and I say, F it, out loud, put my legs out, and slip out of my swim trunks, and then sit back down. The others laugh, and then the other guy, Steve, says, well, I'm not going to be the only pansy here, and takes off his trunks too. And he and I laugh, but the girls don't really laugh and start looking between themselves, and then they start covering their chests. I notice this and ask, uh, oh, did we take it too far? And Ali says, I mean, a little bit. It just feels like it's getting a little bit textual now that we're all naked, you know? And I said, I guess so. Sorry, I didn't mean to make anyone uncomfortable and put my trunks back on. Steve did too, but only one of the girls put their tops back on. So basically, it seems like everyone was kind of, I mean, definitely maybe caught off guard by it. Yeah. A little bit okay. Yeah. And then like, it went, like people were getting a little frisky. So I understand our protagonist misreading the situation. Yeah. But I'd like to point out one wang does not equal one nipple. I think it's an escalation. I actually don't think there's any case where a gaggle of nipples equals a wang. I think you have to have... Right. Uh, it's, it's bottom for bottom. Yeah, know? that's what I was about to say is the thing is they did not have their bottoms off. Yeah, like, yeah. If someone gives a bottom, then you can... Return a the, bottom. Yeah, you can return the bottom. Bottoms up, as they say. Yeah. Uh, but not before. Not yeah, before. yeah, that makes sense. It was quiet for a few minutes until normal conversations started back up again. And things seemed to go back to normal. An hour later, everyone left and I went to bed, woke up today, did some stuff, and I get a text from Allie. She says she thinks it was really inappropriate to take my wang out last night and making Steve do it too. I told her again that I didn't mean to make her uncomfortable and I'm sorry if I did, but she and the other girls were taking off their tops and I thought it was okay. And I absolutely didn't make Steve take his trunks off. He did that of his own volition. Steve, take your wang out now. She responded that it was inappropriate because they were taking their tops off, not their bottoms. Kind of what we said earlier. Yeah. Plus, two guys surrounded by topless girls were bound to get hard, and then it would get even weirder and possibly make them feel threatened to be around us. Yeah. I told her that that was unreasonable and sexist, 
but I was sorry if I made her uncomfortable and I wouldn't do it again. But she's still upset, and my other friends that were there are kind of just staying out of it. So, see the asshole. I think I pretty much agree with you where it's like a, a bottom for a bottom. So I don't think that he should have. Really at this point, you basically have to believe that he truly thought that it wasn't that big of a deal. The one red flag for me is when she said something back to him and he got like super defensive. Yeah, and it says like, like you're being sexist. You're being sexist and yeah. stuff like that. I think basically you just have to reiterate like if you truly didn't know, like you, you truly didn't know. Like honestly, like I don't know why, but it didn't occur to me and like that was... That was a dumb mistake, basically. Yeah. Like, you know. So, yeah, I, I would probably say he's the a-hole. Uh, he's not a massive a-hole, but... Yeah, I, I actually don't think that taking off of the trunks is the asshole move. I think it's the confrontation yeah. and the defensiveness. It's yeah, like, hey, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you're being sexist. Like, yeah. that's the a-hole move. Yeah. But, you know, like, I, 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 I've, I've skinny-dipped a, a fair amount of time in my day. I've never had anyone be uncomfortable with it, but, like... Probably uh, other people were... If not skinny dipping, at least, like, comfortable with it, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's all it's about, like, reading a room. Um, yeah, yeah. And just making sure people are comfortable. And then there's Steve. And then there's Steve. Steve. Just hanging out. Hanging out. <laughs> he's just following the crowd, that I, Steve. I wonder if he's the Steve from the other story. <laughs> I gave the high five. Oh, Steve. Shout out to you if you know Special what you're talking Steve. about. Special Steve. There's actually an update. Oh. I've been doing my best to keep on top of the comments and genuinely listening to all of your advice, which is not an asshole move. That's a nice move. Yes. And I made the decision to text Allie and ask her if it would be all right if I called her to talk and she said it would be all right. So I called her and right away I apologized without any concessions. I told her I misread the situation and it was a major mistake on my part to take her and the other girls taking her tops off as an expression of consent for me to take my trunks off. And again, that I was sorry and that I did that and that I made her uncomfortable. In addition, I was sorry that when she came to me with these feelings that I called her unreasonable and sexist. She accepted my apology and apologized in turn for saying that I forced Steve to take off his trunks too because that was wrong. We both agreed to talk about these things beforehand in the future to make sure everyone is comfortable and consenting to everything happening and we are still good friends. Now that is an awesome conversation. That's a great that conversation. That is communication. Stand right up there. guy. Stand yeah. up guy, OP. You're doing, you're doing a solid. Yeah, because like he could have been bitter. Because again, like he didn't make Steve take take off his trunk. So it's like everyone got what they wanted in the end through the communication. He was able to truly apologize and like realize all of his errors to her. And then she was able to say, you know what? Like, you know, this part that I accused you about, that, that was unfair. Yeah. Everybody wins. It sounds like a very productive conversation. If you are apologizing and you know you're in the wrong, try to apologize without concession. I yeah. think that's like a really good yeah. move if you actually want to move forward. If you start giving like if, ands, buts, you did this and that's why I did this, that's when you're going to do Reassess. Yourself, right? Yeah. Just yeah. apologize for what you did wrong. And often if you apologize for what you did wrong, the person will reciprocate and say like, hey, I messed up here too. Totally. If they did. So, totally. own up to it. Own up to it. Communicate. Okay, OP. Am I the a-hole for throwing my daughter a second birthday party after the special needs girl I invited her ruined her first party? My daughter turned 12 a few weeks ago, and for her birthday, she wanted a pizza, a double feature movie at the drive-in. This sounds like it's in the 1960s. Double feature. Yeah, I know. I was, like, I was like, what is a double feature? I was like, I guess it's two movies, I guess. Hey, let's let's, let's, let's go to double feature. Hey, let's hey, get a bucket hey, of popcorn. Hey, Good old bucket of popcorn. Two pennies and a smack on the wrist. 
And at the end of the night, she wanted to sleep over with the game night. I told her she could invite four friends and I suggested that she invite Molly, a girl who just moved to the area and is in my daughter's class. I even admitted Molly's mom had told me Molly was having a hard time making friends since the move. Molly has cerebral palsy and some development and intellectual delays, but overall seemed very sweet. My daughter agreed to invite Molly, but honestly, I think it was only because I asked. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, I just have to say, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, including someone who's different than you, not popular. Like, that's just good parenting. Totally. Even if your, your daughter's maybe doing it reluctantly, yeah. to teach your daughter that you should do that, you should include people, that's, like, awesome. And think about what a difference, like, I don't know if you had anyone with developmental issues in your, like, schools growing up, but, like, thinking about the way she got this treatment versus, like, other people oh, yeah. got treatment when I was in, like, middle school and high school. And, I mean, we're young, but, you know, it's... It's a world of difference in 2021. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think people are just a lot more, they're just a, a, a lot more accepting yeah. uh, in general. And uh, that what a, what a great parenting move uh, yeah. on her part. Shout out, Opie. While Molly seemed to be a very sweet kid, she was absolutely awful at the party. She cried when we didn't get the pizza with her favorite toppings, then stole the first slice of cake meant for my daughter. Things get worse at the movie. The first movie, Cruella, was too scary for Molly, and she started freaking out and crying multiple times throughout the movie. I tried to calm her down, suggesting we take a walk to the snack bar. I tried to calm her down, suggesting that we take a walk to the snack bar, doing the scarier parts, or close her eyes, but she was inconsolable. I tried calling Molly's mom a few times to pick her up, but I didn't get an answer. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Eventually, we ended up having to leave before the second movie, Black Widow, which was the movie my daughter really wanted to see. Oh, no. Yeah, it's turned out to be, you know, a rough... And I could see, you know, being, you know, 12 and, you know, hey, this is my special day and, yeah. you know, I, I could see her, her daughter being a bit flustered. That yeah, it's so rough. And also, it's like you extend this kindness and then it's just like, it just goes so horribly. Yeah. And I, I think I think it's a blameless thing, right? Like, no. the mom is trying to do the nice thing. Yeah. Uh, Molly can't help it. The daughter is, you know, it's just unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. It's a very unfortunate situation. I, I don't even know. I mean, I think the mother and the daughter did the right thing in this situation. I don't think you can really blame the person with, you know, cognitive development issues. Yeah. Cerebral palsy for anything. And it seems like everyone behaved as they should. Yeah, seems, seems like it. Yeah, yeah. Seems like it. So that night at our house, things still got worse. Oh no. Yeah. Molly threw a Wii remote after she lost at Just Dance. Honestly, you know, I might do that too. Yeah, rage quit. <laughs> you know, if I lose at Just Dance. And then she didn't want to play any of the other games that the girls did. The next morning, I called Molly's parents and asked to pick her up early. Her mom apologized for Molly's behavior, admitting that she is prone to outbursting when she gets overstimulated, but she'd been doing much better lately in her therapy. A few days later, though, Molly's mom told me that she can't stop talking about how much she loved the party and how much fun she had. So... At least Molly, you know... Had a good time, yeah. Had a good time, felt included, so, you know, one... It sounds one. like they did their job. Like, even, that, yeah. even though it was tough and not the best time, like, Molly had a good time. The mission accomplished. They did what they set out to do. They yeah. wanted to include this girl, and they did. And Opie, Opie handled it very well, I yeah. think, you know. So that evening, after all the other girls had left, my daughter was clearly upset about having her birthday ruined. I felt bad for asking her to invite Molly, so I told her the next weekend I would take her and her friends and go out for pizza and see Black Widow in the theaters to make it up for her. Great. Win, win, win. But my partner still thinks this is a real jerk move. Why? Wait, what? Why? <laughs> Why? <your> partner. <laughs> 
He pointed out that sometimes life isn't fair and things get ruined. He also doesn't think it's a good idea to show our daughter it's okay to exclude people who are different. Anyway, I'm a little torn here. I mean, I get where he's coming. I, I mean, I get where he's coming from, but that, like, they already included her. That doesn't mean you have to include her in every single thing yeah. going forward. Yeah. And, like, she had to put up with, like, basically her, her birthday being a little bit less fun than she originally planned. And she wanted to see Black Widow. And this girl wouldn't want to watch Black Widow anyway. Like, That's this, true. Well, like, no, this, this, this seems like the perfect solution. Yeah, yeah. I think her partner is being a little bit self-righteous here. It sounds yeah, like yeah. I mean, self-righteous is the right word. I know the solution. This is what you should be doing. Why aren't you doing this? How? You, you know, know what? Why don't you invite her to your birthday? Hey, there <laughs> we go. Yeah, yeah. Now we're talking. Her? You get the right pizza toppings. Yeah. You pick the good movies. <laughs> Edit. People are accusing Molly's mother of being out of contact on purpose. I do not think that was the case. I had to leave this detail out to meet character limits, but we called Molly's mom twice around 11.30 p.m. and got no answer. Oh, uh, 11.30 is late. Yeah, that's, that's totally late. Molly's mom actually called me back around 3 a.m. and apologized greatly for missing my call and offered to come get Molly. Since the girls were already asleep, I told Molly's mom I would call her back first thing when they were awake. That's whack. I don't know why people are yeah, assuming well, that. Yeah. Reddit, we got we got these Reddit sleuths in there. Like, yeah, oh, dude, the internet, the internet sleuths are real though. Like they really do be cracking cases. But this one, y'all, yeah, y'all didn't crack yeah. this. One. You dropped the case. You're no Sherlock. That's right. You're a mere Watson at best. All right, I think that's another wrapped episode of OKOP. Oh yeah. Don't forget to subscribe. subscribe. Smash that subscribe button. Smash it. We'll see you next time.